<laughs> All right. Hey, Jen. How's life? Now that I caught you mid-sip, welcome. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. Hey, welcome, 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 <laughs> welcome. What's that? Isn't that an intro to The Hunger Games? That's on The Hunger Games, I think. Is it? Yeah, yeah. That's where I always think of it. But we're For here. Sure. In this crazy year. Oh, gosh. 2020. There's 38 days left. I saw your post on that. I was like, wait, thanks for the reminder. Ugh, not <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad. It's not like on January 1st, the world yeah. will go back to normal. But I so. think people believe that it's going to, though. I think they should probably check the rest of this year. <laughs> How things have gone. <laughs> I know. But like somebody said to me the other day, they were like, 2021 is going to be our best year yet. And I'm like, you do. <laughs> that's what they said this year. Yeah, but you do understand that, like, come January 1, like, we're probably still going to be in a pandemic. Like, yeah. it's not going to be like, all right, 2021 hit. Fresh start. Clock starts over. <laughs> like, we're still in the midst of this, especially if we go through a lockdown again. So, I know. There I'm are states that are locked. There are states that are locking down already. Yeah, I just saw Toronto this morning. Well, yeah, other countries. Yeah. Are there, I think some of the Midwest states are actually locking down. But they never really peaked to begin with. Yeah, that's what I'm like, I'm like the Midwest. I was like, I thought that's where it wasn't. But then I guess it's everywhere. It's everywhere at this point. Everywhere. Um, so if you're in the Midwest and you're listening to to us, give us a give us a shout out. Let us let us know the update of the status in which is um, COVID in your state because we don't know. We're on the coast. We, we don't, and we got hit hard and like fast. <laughs> we got real real quick. Um, but we are here. This is episode two. Whoop. Yeah, look at girl. us. Look Episode at us it. I know everybody's been looking forward to this one. Okay, what are we going to talk about for Oof. episode two? Episode two. Well, we're going to talk about a topic that um, I think has been relatively, relatively pertinent in the last few years. Um, it it's a topic that I think. Um, is making making more of a name for itself and making more of an impression in this industry, but making more of an impression kind of uh, in the world. Um, so we're going to talk about women in fitness. Hmm. I should have done a drum roll right there. Drum roll. I know. Thing, but you really did hype up the suspense. Though. I like built it up. But I mean, <laughs> think about it, right? Like the, what was it? The Me Too movement the last few years um, that like women and, um, kind of our our importance in roles and kind of making sure that um, equal pay is a big thing. And so for us, being in the fitness mm-hmm. industry, um, getting a better understanding of grasp of women in fitness, I think is pretty important. Um, I think yeah. significant to talk about, especially both being women in fitness, but now both being women who own uh, businesses mm-hmm. that are fitness mm-hmm. specific. So um so that's our topic women in fitness we're gonna go through a lot of our opinions a lot of our emotions and our feelings towards the topic um and hopefully everybody listening gets gets a little insight and um is encouraged and motivated by the end of it in some capacity for sure for sure 
All right, Jen, let me ask you this. Sure. When you think about women in fitness, are there specific words that come to mind? Are there specific topics that come to mind? When I say women in fitness, what do you think of? Well, I will tell you the first thing that comes to mind is Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda, what a lady. (laughs) I know. But no, no, no. For um, women in fitness, I think of a lot of different ideas. I think of um, one word that comes to my mind is evolving. But Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of come from that idea of initially what you think of is like back in the day, aerobics instructors, women in fitness. Jane Fonda. And now it's kind of evolving into, you know, girls are getting into more lifting and you're starting to see different images of different women, uh, women running their own businesses, um, and just women of all body types. So I think the definitely it's evolving. But I think originally what I would think of, especially like when I started working out, was that was all women did was aerobics and cardio. And I think that's probably how I got my start was <laughs> in the gym and group fitness classes. I mean, that's probably still where I am, but... <laughs> But definitely, I think of women aerobics, weight loss, dieting, quick fixes, and then Instagram influencers, and now this ever-evolving dynamic of women trying to find their place, and what does that look like? Yeah, 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 100%. Let's go back to the Jane Fonda uh, aerobics kind yeah. of kind of Im- imagery imagery because I think of the same thing right like look at I also think about like kind of being in a gym atmosphere in general right and um, when you look out kind of into the the open space that is a typical gym setting where right. do you typically see right. the demographic like women are typically either in a class in cardio or in class yeah they're doing class or cardio and then Men are typically the lifters. In, yeah, the lifting. They're in the free weight area. They're bench pressing. They're on the cables. Uh, they're doing the even the pin loaded machines are predominantly males. Yeah, um, and I think that kind of has always been the trend is women gravitate towards cardio, cardio, and or a class, or a class guided. Right, which is interesting because I started in my fitness journey was I just started running. So I started cardio. And then I got a gym membership at a YMCA and 30 out of the 60 minutes that I was in there was on (laughs) cardio. Right. And the other time was like probably 30 minutes walking around trying to figure out what I was going to do. But um, that's another Why topic. do you think that is? Why do you feel like women gravitate towards cardio in classes most? I think it's your a, thoughts. I think it's a confidence thing, right? I think that, um, in my opinion, women are geared towards something that's a little bit more comfortable, right? It's really mm-hmm. easy for somebody to hop on a piece of cardio equipment or hop into a class, right? Right, because it's guided. Um, right. The cardio, like say a treadmill, for example, you hop on a treadmill and you hit the quick start or it's easily um, programmable to a 5K or (laughs) like different hills or different sprints or something like that. And you just hit start and it gives you a three, two, one and you go in a class. 
there's somebody up there telling you what to do. And it's also in a confined space, right? I think about right. that in, in, a, hmm. in this scenario as well. It's like when you're on a treadmill, right? Nobody really can be in your space too, too much, hmm. right? And if you're in a class, nobody else can really be in your space too, too much because you're in a room. Okay. So the other people in there. Right. But when, if you, but everybody's doing the same thing, right? Like and if then you, when you're in a class, they're like, don't take my spot. Right. Or that <laughs> gym attitudes is a whole nother. <laughs> the sass in which is uh, people involved in group X. Right. They are, so they're like the mean girls a little bit. So or guys, crazy. if you if you're a guy and you take class, I know. If you're a guy, then, and if you you're take, a guy, then then comment or weigh in on this right. topic. <laughs> but if also if you're a guy that takes class and you're proud that you take class, more power yeah. to you, because yeah. we appreciate the guys that come to classes. But that's a different topic. I know. Um, yeah, I th- I think that it's just a aerobics and uh and cardio are they're they're easy they're easy to learn they're um easy to manage uh i also think that it's it's like pretty straightforward like it's pretty straightforward to use um you can't necessarily get injured uh and i think 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 about this what were the here's a quiz for you jen when you first became a trainer right remember when you first became a trainer with me what were the five fears of a typical gym goer? Oh, you're going to take it back to like <laughs> onboarding. Gosh. Do you remember any was, of them? Yeah, I do. It was like the fear of um, looking like a klutz. Mm. The fear of is it like not fitting in or something like that. Not knowing uh, what you're doing. Like physique anxiety. Looking at yeah, yeah, klutz, yeah, physique yeah. anxiety. Um, feel of feeling stupid. Yeah. So. Yeah, other two. Uh, a hard sell and okay um, yeah 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 there's another one i know <laughs> i know you should know all five you're quizzing me i know but there's the feeling back to business development the fear of feeling stupid was the one that i was hoping that you would remember more than anything yeah because yeah, yeah, i yeah. think that's what people are afraid of they're afraid to feel For stupid sure. in a gym atmosphere and so if you go to something that you gravitate that's a little bit more easier to learn then that's kind of where they go and that's why we tend to find, because weights can be confusing, right? Weights can be confusing. Sure. Pin-loaded machines can be confusing. Like, yes, there are pictures on there, but they're a little weird to follow. <laughs> you mean the, the little man with the running man? Right. <laughs> with, exactly. the, with the parts that light up when you're... Right, but that's the one that you're using. I, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, why do you feel I, like people gravitate toward, or women specifically gravitate towards aerobic exercise? I mean, I agree with all of the, the parts that you've mentioned. Um, I think it also leads into my other topic of like weight loss and mm. like dieting. Like I think like women see, how am I going to lose weight? Oh, I need to go do a bunch of cardio. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. Like if I get on the treadmill for an hour, then I'll lose weight for sure. Well, it also goes into your next, your other one that was like quick fixes. Right. Right. Because it I is. I mean, if you do a lot of cardio, I mean, it is know, amongst some other things. But right. It's a quick, it's, it is a relatively quick fix. And if you don't know anything else to do, yeah. it is a simple solution. Right. Because that's how, cardio. 
I mean, that's how I lost weight. It's not okay. I don't condone this. It's I know we we are do not like we are not encouraging. <laughs> hey, go get if you want to lose the weight. All cardio weight. Do plan. all cardio. That is not what we're encouraging. But, but I think I, that's what most people think, though. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. Because For sure. that's what they read on the internet. Right. They're like, oh, you need to increase your heart rate to so go do the cardio on a treadmill. But that's what I did when I lost weight initially was I did a lot of cardio and I decreased my caloric intake. Right. Yeah. And is it a quick fix? Yes. Is it, but is it a long term? Right. Is it a realistic, uh, lifestyle fix? Definitely not. Right. Eventually um, it's not going to work anymore. Right. You, it's the same thing with <laughs> anything that you do, any kind of exercise that you do, like you hit a certain plateau with it and then you're kind of stuck. Right. The same thing will happen with cardio. The same thing will happen mm-hmm. with your weight training program. Uh, the same thing will happen with your classes. Uh, that's why, like, what? Les Mills classes change every six weeks mm-hmm. or something like that. Every quarter. Right? Yeah. So you hit a plateau. Same thing yeah. will happen change with Change it up. Change it up. Moral of that story is change it up. But change what a thing that did pop into my head with this is that um, – Back, I want to say back in the Jane Fonda days. Now, again, I'm I'm only 31 years old. People for the world listening, so <laughs> Jane Fonda era aerobic activity was that was not my time. Yeah, that was prior to. But if you think about um, like roles, right, gender roles during that time period, women were more like geared towards you need to be softer right you need Mm. to be Mm -hmm. uh not as aggressive you need to kind of know no quote unquote know your place uh things like that and so if you i think the whole jane fonda era came to of it's not of an aggressive type of exercise right like the Mm. aerobic interesting the aerobic like era was not a very aggressive type exercise it was like dance right it was very feminine it was very right. feminine, right? And so that's the same, that's kind of where the, those gender roles fell, fell into. Yeah. But today. It's not very good at that. <laughs> dance? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My parents never put me in dance. My parents put me in dance. Oh, I was never in dance. But then I got kicked out. Why so. did that not surprise me? I also <laughs> chose to leave on my own. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I had a very you? good experience. I think I was like, Three. Like I could have been a really chose to leave at three. At I three, was little. Was just stomp off. Basically, I think I cried. <laughs> I didn't just stomp off. I think I cried. I didn't have the best. I thought my parents abandoned me. That's a whole other thing. I thought my parents like because you're okay in gymnastics. Your parents can't necessarily be in the gym with you. They have to like sit yeah. in a room outside of the gym, and they like right. watch you on a screen. Because gymnastics, you start really, really young. So kids, I think, get easily distracted by the fact that their parents are sitting mm-hmm. there. Makes sense. So when your class ends, you leave and go find your parents. My parents stepped, out of, the, my parents stepped out of the building for a minute and I freaked out. <laughs> and I was like, I'm never coming back here again because I thought they abandoned me. Makes sense. <laughs> Makes I probably sense. could have been a really good gymnast. Probably not, but one day. Yeah. One day I said the limit out here. 31 years old. <laughs> My back would explode. Like easily. Okay. Uh, you did mention though, when mm-hmm. I asked you like what comes to mind with women in fitness, you did mention um, 
social mm-hmm. media. Mm-hmm. Talk to me a little bit about that. Well, how do you think um, that things? I think that's where the evolving part kind of happened. I think like, I mean, at least for me, that's kind of where I got my like dose of like women with muscles. Mm. And like those images of like strong women with like abs and biceps and shoulders. And I was like, whoa, they look very cool. Did you think <laughs> that's, what, that's how I want my nickname to be? That's what I want when people think of me. Think biceps. So, I think before then, like I did not like personally me, I didn't really have any fitness goals of my own mm-hmm. like you like I started going to the gym in high school I was playing lacrosse and that was literally my first like physically active time in my life like in high oh. school like before then I was like a sedentary kid I hated gym hated working out you hated gym in school I hated it I was what? the kid I got straight A's except for gym because I did not want to participate because I thought that gym was for boys Gym was okay. See? Gym was the only class that See? I got an A in. Uh uh-uh. no, hated it. Didn't want to do it. Gym and recess. Hated kickball. I wasn't good at it. I wasn't good at kickball. I just wasn't. That's okay. You don't have to be yeah. good at kickball to like recess. I know. No, I mean recess was like recess was the time you played with your friends. You didn't do sports. Like, oh. What'd you do at resort recess? Played tag. You like, play, you like ran around and stuff. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I did not. You said nah. Nah. We like, I don't know what we did, but it didn't involve physical activity. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. Nope. Didn't like it. And then I decided, well, you already know my story. We already went over that in the intro <laughs> that we were going to play lacrosse. Not not the bodybuilding part, the lacrosse part. Oh, yeah, and yeah, that was yeah, the yeah. first time that I actually was like physically active. And I started losing like that kind of like puberty teenage weight. Um, because literally I had done nothing really. <laughs> and then, you know, I, I joined the gym and then I started taking like group exercise classes and pretty much cardio, still pretty much very cardio focused. Mm. Um, and then I got into running marathons, like still cardio. Like, I think I was lifting like a little bit of weight, but I didn't have any idea what I was doing right. or like no real plan. Like my weight lifting exposure probably came from body bone. When, um, when would you say that you really, so you mentioned social media making an impact on, right. Like you getting into all that. When do you feel like that started? Like that was like around college. Okay. I think social media kind of hit for us like college, right? Was Facebook around? Well, no, yeah. MySpace and all of those. Facebook was around when I was was in college. Popular in college. Because you had to, oh, you had to have a college email address. To be part of Facebook. You are on Facebook? Yes. I don't really remember that part, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because that's why my... my you are a year older than me. That was probably I, a year. My username... Before I joined. <laughs> my username, um, even now, login for Facebook is my college email address. Now that really? I'm going to get hacked by anybody that's listening to this. Yes. For sure. My username is my college email address. You didn't have Facebook, like, when that was a role? You are still living on MySpace probably mm. but my, my i don't class. think fitness was a big deal not on, on facebook face. or facebook it's instagram. yeah i don't think it was on facebook i think like on instagram like so when i graduated college yeah. that's when i got into like i was like heavy in not heavy on it but i think it was like just starting to you know get popular mm-hmm. and then that's when i like decided 
to make the best decision of my life and you know start lifting some weights and then I was like oh this is pretty cool like you mean I don't have to be out of breath while I'm running right I don't have to be in here for four I hours don't have day? to just stare at this treadmill like I could be moving around doing some cool stuff yeah those who run a lot more power to you I don't think the runner's high exists I mean it does outside not on the treadmill. I don't think I've ever I don't know people that, that run that like yeah treadmill running boring <laughs> if you're sure. a treadmill runner we still love you <laughs> are you bored <laughs> we still love you but we have we need to know how do you do that how do you do it drop We're drop so a comment below anything over 20 minutes it's kind of like where are we going 20 minutes anything at. over five minutes at this point anything over five wow i mean i can i can hit a steady five but right. yeah so then i started seeing all these bodybuilders on instagram and i was like this is cool like these girls look good like they look strong but mm -hmm. like in shape you know they still looked feminine because yeah they, you know like in especially in like bikini competitions and things like that like they still want you to look feminine and they still appealed to me which like I don't like I still want to look somewhat feminine you know right but I want to look strong I want to look strong and feminine right I want to have muscles but you know I want my muscles to look good in a dress that's they also how need I to be useful how, that's how I look at them I yeah. I completely agree with that and I think <clears throat> for me it all changed in the CrossFit community yeah, see, we're like different. Yeah, you're we're a like bodybuilder. A, she's a CrossFitter, guys. <laughs> we're gonna hear about her talk about CrossFit now. Yeah, because you know, fill us in. It's like fight CrossFitter. Club. Like, I know, Fight Club, but not. CrossFit. But it's Fight Club, but not like if you're in CrossFit, you only talk about CrossFit. Fight Club, you don't <laughs> talk about Fight Club. <laughs> right, CrossFit is like it's a, about it. it's a world of like, ooh, what did you lift today? So there's like aspects of it where I'm like, oh, this is terrible. Like I, I mean, I think that's everything. Yeah, I'm like, is there? Do you know anything else about my life, or just how much I can back squat? <laughs> but that's again, that's another topic. Um, yeah. So for me, I had always been, I had always been the taller girl in class. I had always been like the bigger girl in my group of friends, and so I wanted the like. Um, I wanted to be thin and I wanted to kind of look like the rest of my friends. Okay. Um, and so that's why I started running. So that's what a, the initial like weight loss started happening was I started running cause I was like, well, I guess that's what they do. And that's what I saw them doing in the gym. Uh, and then I like, I started to see athletes though like athletes lift weights right they go into strength and conditioning they lift weights I was like but they're like that's pretty badass like I'm into that too like there's got to be a good healthy combination between the two and so then I found CrossFit and I for me I feel like the the women in CrossFit display pure athleticism they display great strength but then they also are very feminine, feminine in, in their own way as well. Um, so they have, they have significant amount of muscle. Some of them are a little bit scarier than others. There are some that are <laughs> just like, I, you really frighten me. Like, yeah, you could flick me across the room and I would like go straight through that wall just purely by how you look. 
but then they're the nicest human beings you've ever met. Right. Uh, and so it's just, so being able to see, see kind of that whole world develop and transform people's perceptions and understandings of, okay, it's okay to have muscle. It's okay to look a little bit stronger. Like it's okay if you have more muscle than the guy standing next to you. It doesn't deflate who they are as a person and, and it doesn't make you better than them. And I don't think muscles define who a person is, right? Like, I don't think that defines um, that they're better than you by any means, but it, it, it made, um, for me, psychologically, being able to lift more and being yeah. able to find that kind of like outlet was very empowering. For sure. Uh, I would say that my love for fitness greatly changed um, having discovered like the world of CrossFit. Um, Because also like the, the other thing to it is like, again, I don't have to be on a treadmill for 45 minutes to an hour. Like I could have a insane workout in 30 minutes and one burn as many calories as I would have on a treadmill. But then I'm also utilizing barbells and dumbbells and kettlebells at the same time so it's also like a good not it was like a good knowledge builder at the same time too yeah Um, but they did they but it all happened through social media right like it all happened through i uh like a the algorithm of social media freaking algorithm of social media saw me look at someone's post and now all these posts started flooding my my instagram or facebook or whatever it may have been of hey here are all these other crossfit girls yeah like wow they look great like they've got muscle but they like still look good in a dress and i'm like that's what i want that's what i that's what i want i still want to be able to lift heavy um i still want to know what that experience is like but I still also like the cardio aspect. I just don't want to stand on a treadmill for hours on end. Right. Don't sign for sure. that. Um, so I think over the years, like you said, like it's evolving. And I think it's yeah. going to continue to evolve 100%. Um, one thing that um, when I was thinking of this topic for us yeah. to talk about, uh, I started kind of Googling, like I just Googled women of fitness because I, I feel like women are very underrepresented in this industry. Do you yeah. agree? Do you not agree? Like, how do you, would you agree with that? Um, I agree in the fact that I think when you think of fitness, it's, or used to be, used to be a yeah, predominantly yeah. male dominated industry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 100 sport. It's not. A, I don't think. It's <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't know where I was going. Fitness in general, if it was just a sport, I know a sport, I'd be winning. Uh, no, but I, yeah, I, I think that it is very male dominated, but I think that is definitely changing, right? Like when you think when initially you think of fitness, I would say like Arnold Schwarzenegger pops up. Mm-hmm. right like okay he kind yeah, of yeah. he kind of led the way in bodybuilding, bodybuilding. And fitness in general and fitness back in the day was either aerobics or bodybuilding yeah and sure. so Jane and Arnold. 
right Jane and Arnold were the, were the <laughs> two that were that were leading the way but when you really thought about fitness you thought about bodybuilders and when mm-hmm. you think about lifting and you think about uh, using the non-treadmill piece of equipment in the gym, you think of bodybuilders. For sure. And, but I, and when I think of those things at the same time, when you think of bodybuilding, I think of just male figures in general. Yeah. 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 And so I think that it has become, I think it previously was a very male dominated, uh, industry, but I definitely think in the last few years, it's switching from a male dominated uh atmosphere to a little bit more female dominated um so when i was anyway when i was googling this Mm -hmm. i found this organization called women in fitness oh have you heard of this um no okay so and i was intrigued i was like i don't know what this is like let's see what they're all about Uh, Mm -hmm. and so i like submitted an inquiry messaged them um, yeah, I went through this We're whole process. We're still going to get featured. Yeah, this is who, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is it. This is going to be my third feature. So, no. mm-hmm. Um, and I actually sat down and, uh, met with one of the like head girls, um, head women that are part of women in fitness. And oh. we like chatted a little bit about kind of how the organization came about. And she was like, um, her and the woman who started it. Okay. Where it felt like a female presence was missing right and so then they wanted to create an organization where women connected with other women in the fitness industry oh very cool and so you've got you've got a lot of people in there um a lot of i will say group exercise dominated type women in there but i didn't know so it's a membership but i didn't know that there are so many women-owned businesses Hmm. and women in leadership because I feel like you don't necessarily hear of a lot of women who are very outspoken who have higher up positions Mm -hmm. Um, and so it was actually very surprising for me um, to see that when I like searched in this I like really dug deep into this. Place. I know. So how do you, can, how can you see who's a member? Of yeah. You, like, so can you can see join the other a, members. Yeah. I think there's a Facebook group okay. and uh, they feature every Friday. They feature any of the new members that come in. Oh, cool. And they've got a podcast and they've got a blog and uh, they've got different events. Like you can do a mentorship where you get uh, net or connected with somebody in like another state or another country. Mm-hmm. And you have to meet with them once a month for an hour, mm-hmm. once a month. And you just like chat, like you talk about things that are going on in your business, things that are going on in their business and just kind of talk about probably right now, a lot of the dominant conversation is COVID. Yeah. Uh, but there's a lot of women owned businesses. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, and so it's interesting. It's interesting to think like, why, why would this not why would this not be a first thought for us? Why would there not be a first thought of where are all the women owned businesses, but there's a ton out there. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. I feel like you're going to say something about it. I know. And I like lost my train of thought. Uh, I mean, I mean, here we are, right? So there's going to be other ones of us for sure. Yeah. But like the way. Yeah. And I thought about it a little bit more when I heard a, 
I think it was a podcast or maybe it was a seminar that I was in at one point where the reason that it feels like it's a more of a male dominated industry is because men are less emotional about things and just go and do. And so they're more outspoken about stuff in comparison to women who think a little bit more of long-term, like how is this going to affect X, Y, and Z later down the road? Whereas like guys are just like, yeah, they're just like, Oh, I want this job. Cool. I'm going to go get it. I'm going to go apply for it. Whereas like women, we think about, am I qualified for this? Like, do I meet the minimum expectations? Like, do I, do I have the experience that they're looking for? And guys are like, oh, it's in my area. Oh, (laughs) I've done this one aspect of this job, like five years ago, let me apply for it and see what happens. And then they grow from there. So I think that's where for me, it like has greatly greatly changed i think women are definitely making more of a statement and a name for themselves for sure in the industry working hard to change that jane fonda image the jane gosh what a lady though i know she did lead the way yeah then there was like jillian michaels oh yeah i definitely watched her i think i had a dvd or two of hers i was like in the into like the biggest loser oh yeah that was like my favorite show do you let me ask you this do you ever feel like as a woman in fitness that um you're overlooked by potential clients or members for like a male trainer I always wonder that with like guy clients Mm -hmm. that's actually something I still wonder like I mean like because I have muscles right but like do they think like she can't lift (laughs) <laughs> she can't she, she me gotta to the just goal. be like born like this right I mean and then are you work women out with me just, and I'm like are women ever just born like that I don't know I wonder if guys think that or do they think I worked for my biceps maybe we should have interviewed <laughs> a guy maybe we should have brought a guy trainer into this that I would know. have been great oh, we had to call it Benny Benny would have been a good interview, but he probably would have been a little bit outdated. <laughs> I would say for us anyway. I would say that to him anyway. <laughs> um, do you have? Let me ask you this: Do you have male clients? Yes. And yes. when you, I always wonder what their initial thought was mm. when we met. Have you ever asked them? No. <laughs> I don't think so okay no because in my mind I'm like I'm wondering uh-huh. like would they have preferred a male trainer like were they open to a female obviously they were open to a female trainer because they didn't just shut me down right be like nah I want the guy over there but uh, I wonder what their impressions are like is she gonna give me a good workout does she know do you want to get me to to where I want to be? Do you want a fun story? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So when I first at the gym that we came from, when I first became a uh-huh. trainer there, uh, I there was a guy that came in who was a new member, and so I sat down and met. I met with him, did a consultation, and it was a good conversation, and I felt really confident about it. 
because I don't like I don't mind training guys like I I love to empower women and feel right. confident in in a gym atmosphere um guys are probably just a little bit easier to train I'm not gonna lie so um I was meeting with this guy <laughs> and it was a great conversation I felt like I got all of his goals and I felt like all right this guy's gonna become a client and at the end of the conversation he goes you know that I can't sign up with you right <laughs> and I was like what do you mean you can't sign up with me and he was like like this was great like I felt like he was breaking up with me um he was like this was great but I don't think that you're going to be able to give me the workout that I need and I was like really and then you crushed him I was like why <laughs> I was like why do you feel like that and he he straight up was like well like like you don't lift as heavy like you're not gonna be able to like lift as heavy as I can or like help me out with like the dumbbells that I need like I don't think that you're gonna push me enough it's like great I was like this is what we're gonna do I was like come back the next day let me put you through a test workout and we'll see we'll see how you feel about that he said all right but I'm just I'm letting you know that I don't think I I think you were gonna have to find me another trainer (laughs) okay cool so he came back the next day and I put him through a warm-up, right? We had just gone through the warm-up. Like, and my warm-ups are just like some dynamic movement, uh, some high knees. Like I kept it super simple, super easy because this is also like a test workout. Uh, and so then like I set it up circuit style. Yeah. Right? So circuit style with some dumbbells, some kettlebells, some battle ropes. Um, the guy threw up. Like after, so we got through the warm-up and we got through the first set of three exercises and I think it was like standing shoulder press kettlebell swings and rope slams Mm -hmm. right so right you're looking at your shoulder press you're working your shoulders your hinge pattern for your with your kettlebell swings and then I'm just going to increase your heart rate just a little bit with your rope slams right it's going to be more of that total body the man threw up and he let he went to he's like I'll be right back ran to the bathroom was in there for like 10 minutes came back and I was like are you all right and he was like all right where do I sign (laughs) and I was like what do you mean he's like all right I take it back he was like this was way worse than I thought it was like this is not like any other workouts that I've ever done before I was like well yeah his workouts before were I'm gonna get on a treadmill I'm going to go do some lateral raises, some bench press. Yeah. And so then we went through, then so then I built his program and went through like a traditional, uh, like kind of bodybuilding routine. Like I did one, like one major movement and then a bunch of accessory work. And he threw up the second time after that. I was like, bro, what's happening? He was like, this is just way harder than I thought that it was going to be. So I've had guy clients who, thought that as a female trainer but then I've also had guys come in who are like I only want a female trainer yeah (laughs) um because there was you had a client from another trainer right before you left um Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it was an older gentleman Mm -hmm. and he came in 
only looking for a female trainer. He was like, guys are too meathead. Like I need, I need a woman, like I need a trainer who will listen to like me telling this is how my body feels. So there's pros to, to having a female trainer. You know, like I think guys are very, like guys just are used to working out a specific way. It's very bro. It's like bench a couple sets, rest in between real long, might do something else. So it's like, if you throw anything else at them, I mean, it's not, I think it's, I mean, I'm thinking about that's over there, but. <laughs> Are you talking about personal experience with? I am. I mean, yeah. Like, I think, especially like guys are not used to working out in circuits is what I've found in my experience. 100%. You find that as well? Yes. Yeah. 100%. Like anything like in a circuit with minimal rest in between each exercise is like, what just happened to me? Yeah, and I, that goes back to that bodybuilding mentality, right? Too, right, where it's like, I need to train a specific muscle group to look a specific way, right? Right. Um, when, but then when they come back and say, "I want to lose weight," or I like, yeah, I want to build some strength, but my predominant goal is I want to lose weight, right? They're still training that same way, and I'm like, that's right you're not it's it's a benefit it's gonna be a benefit for you but yes it's gonna be harder for you to lose weight that way right so moral of the story women in fitness know what we're doing they're necessary for sure for sure we're pretty cool but hey we have a lot of fun we do that's the thing too we're fun yeah, we're definitely not very serious about like we're serious about our work. Fun. We like make our work fun. Yeah. I'm not overthinking the process. <laughs> I think guys I think guys overthink the process a lot. <laughs> Jen, you just started not overthinking. I know. We just process. one thing about me, I overthink everything. <laughs> I think that's everything. like a a, a therapist like solution for, that for another episode you'll we'll do like alex gives jen a therapy session Oof, that's not <laughs> what you want because alex needs a therapy session <laughs> it should be a I topic remember, like, of everything that we should be talking to our therapists about seriously there was days remember those days i used to come in like upset and crying and then what would you make me do wall sling oh yeah there were days. There were those days that you just, you know, there were just days that you were just. And there was days it. that you would come in crying and, <laughs> and you and Benny would. I'd laugh be like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't like, I don't know how to help you with this one. There I don't is know. no help in me. And like you would say, like I don't know what's wrong, and I'm like, well, I can't help. <laughs> you. I'm a problem solver by nature. And so, like, I need you to come to me you with to tell a me specific a problem. problem, right? And I'm like, I don't worry like that, Alex. You're just supposed to know, right? If you come to me and say, and like, you're just in tears, and I'm like, what's wrong? And you say, I don't know. I cannot help you. Like, and then if I keep asking you questions and you keep saying you don't know, then I literally get to a point where I'm like, you just can't. I'm at a loss because, like. <laughs> Boss I, can't, I can't problem solve and I don't know. 
Like that's what I've learned. And I learned that very on early on in like my career and my life was like, I can't problem solve. I don't know, but I live for problem solving. If there's a problem, I'm going to like, I mean, there's always a problem, you know, you just don't know which one there is. Oh gosh. Yeah. Well, you got to give me some context clues. Like, <laughs> you got to help us this out. So, uh, Jen, tell me any last closing thoughts about women in fitness. Women in fitness are pretty awesome. <laughs> it's true. If you, yeah, can and a, if you can choose a female trainer over a male, do it. For sure. For sure. I mean, at least give it a try. I would say, no, I would say at least give it a try. I think it's always good to see, you know, to experience different trainers because you're always going to experience different things from different people. So if you're a guy and you've only had a female trainer or a male trainer, you know, try it out. See what happens. We're not that bad. Worst that can happen. (laughs) Alex makes you throw up, apparently. (laughs) I've uh, also, side note, I've also known guys to work out with female trainers because they're easily distracted by their female trainer. Yeah, I was gonna say that when you were, but that's a whole nother topic too. We'll have that's, to get a guy's opinion about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we need, we love Benny to death, but one day the world will meet Benny in this. I know. We'll have him on as a guest. We'll have to. But um, yeah, one day we'll have to get a guy's opinion. We'll have to bring in like a a millennial type guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Age group um to give us a better perspective oh gosh we could just drill him with questions i'm already <laughs> thinking of questions to ask we don't even have a guy yet to interview i know so I if you want to if you're a guy and a millennial between the ages of what's technically a millennial of anything what is it like 25 to 38 39 here, whatever, that would just be a good age range anyway. 25 to 39. So if you're right yeah. before 40, shoot us a message. Because we yeah. want to talk to you about your opinions. For sure. On a lot of things, but specifically. For things. sure. So, Jen, closing thoughts. I'm just keeping my closing thoughts. Anymore. <laughs> Why didn't I know I thought I'd cut you off? Any other ones? No. Other ones? I think that's pretty much it. That's it. Yours. What's it? My closing thoughts. Women are are coming. Women are dominating this field. They're making their name. You just got to listen and pay attention. They're out there. And if you're a woman in fitness, go find the Women in Fitness Association. Yeah, I'm going to go look for them. Jen's going to, is going to log into that. Uh, They're a good group to connect with different women. Overall, we should be empowering each other, learning from each other, and just support, 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 support. There you go. There it is. All right, Jen. All right, girl. And we'll chat soon. See you then.